Hello, welcome back to the Being Black Pod. I am your host, Camille Smith. And if you are tuning in, you're tuning into the Being Black and Creating Space season. In this season, I am talking to various Black creators and creatives that are making space for themselves in their various industries. And I'm super excited for today's episode because not only do we have one, but we have two guests. The brothers Keith and Cree are wardrobe creative directors and CEOs of The Journey, Philadelphia's first Black-owned same-day luxury wardrobe concierge service established in 2015. And they're servicing the Philadelphia area and luxury residential properties. I don't understand because I feel like Keith and Cree are literally like Philadelphia royalty, quite frankly. Like I'm not going to gas them too much because I feel like they already know. But I'll just tell the listeners how I met them both. Uh, Keith, if I'm remembering correctly, we actually met at SIPS, right? Last summer? Yeah, yeah. In Midtown. Yep. And I don't know whether you came up to me or I came up to you, but we just started talking real, real cool vibe. And I was like, all right, cool. Follow each other on Instagram. And then he ended up inviting me to a pool party. I want to say like a few months later. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay. Like I actually ended up inviting one of my friends. Unfortunately, one of my friends kind of flaked on me like an hour before, but I had already texted Keith that day that I was going to pop out. And I'm a woman of my word. So I was like, ah, like, all right, I'll just drive here. And, you know, I'll like dip and I like, it'll be fine. Um, so I pull up to the pool party. It's lit. And I meet this kid. I'm like, oh, like, what's your name? He's like, oh, like, my name is Cree. And I was like, oh, like, how do you know Keith? And he's like, he's my brother. And I was like, oh. And he was like, this is my birthday party. I was like, oh, yeah. wow, that is crazy. <laughs> so very, very interesting way to meet the both of them. But they are very much filled up your royalty. And I'm super excited to have them on the show. So y'all can actually get to know them and be able to follow their journey. But to give me and our listeners a point of reference, we're going to start off with four initial questions to kickstart our conversation. Are you ready? Thank you for having us. Seriously, you know. <laughs> I appreciate y'all making me time. Like, literally, like, you're both so busy. So the fact that y'all even, like, responded, I was like, yes. Oh, we got you. You know, you know, when, 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 when Camille, she called, you got to throw up the bat symbol. That's when we execute. You know what I mean? You got to make it happen first. Uh, the queen is calling. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, don't gas me. All right. All right. <laughs> Keith, what does being black mean to you? Wow. Uh, <laughs> right into it. What did it like mean to me? Uh it means um uh power, it means uh creative, it means uh not lacking anything, it means you need me for everything. Uh it means I have everything that we need, you know, that y'all need. Um yeah, royalty, you know, uh, presidential, you know, it's it's luxury. It's uh, the warm fuzzies inside, you know, it's, you know, it's a lot of different things. It's like a gumbo, a really good gumbo. It's a spicy gumbo. Yeah, it's spicy. It's a got a little, yeah, got a little spice to it, you know. Uh, but yeah, I think that uh, ultimately it's a, it's a standard, you know, it's a, excellence is the standard, not the goal. You know, as a good friend always told me. Um, but I think that in a nutshell, uh, there's not enough words to describe it, but, you know, that's something I mean, that's pulling on my mind right now. Do you have anything to add to that? What does it mean to you? Worse. Ah, shoot, number one, being Black is is an honor. It's a privilege. Um, you know, being Black, uh, it's educated. And I'm not, like, talking about the education from educational institutions. It's just purely all around being educated. Uh, being being relentless, having having a sheer indefatigability when it comes to bestowing your relentlessness, um, exemplification of exemplification of never backing down. You know, um, 
being black is being black is being smart and being black is it's it's hands down being all all aspects of aware being black is is i would say it is a a royalty but also it is it is a hardship as well that builds characteristics along the way um but yeah no, that's all i got and not the duo okay so so your your brother so potentially this y'all have like maybe like a similar experience maybe not but when was kind of the first time that you realized that you were black was there like kind of like a, a pivotal like okay like being black has a meaning or like ah maybe it's positive maybe it's negative like do you have like kind of like a childhood memory at all that you're like ah like okay this is what this means now <laughs> shoot, shoot. Uh, you go yeah it? i got yeah, 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 yeah i got i got vivid picture of when i was yeah. alive i was black okay look i went to uh i went to um this uh camp um in jersey <laughs> And uh, there was a point in time, this is actually like I had like a, this is also how I realized that like God was real. Like when I, I forget how old I was, uh, I was definitely a kid, but I was like on the beach, you know, type situation where they were at. And uh, uh, I was, um, I went, uh, got on this raft with a couple of other guys and a couple of the kids that could swim, I couldn't swim. Mm -hmm. And uh, I get toward, they get on the raft and they're getting ready to tip the raft over and they tip the raft over. I can't swim no life jacket my neck gets caught like in a rope that is yo and, and this is the most tragic like if, if there's any story when i this, this is crazy like I, I, this is bad you almost died bro that's how you knew he was black like um <laughs> like so i'm underwater hanging with this rope i'm just chilling underwater and i'm like i'm not like fighting or anything like that and then all of a sudden a hand scoops me up and pushes me to shore on this little buggy floaty type thing and i got a chance to look open my eyes a little bit because of the water and I saw like a big black arm, right? And so I get to, I pick in the, get to the shore and then I get to shore and I'm turning around and I asked the uh, the counselor, I said, hey, do you see like a big black guy running around and then, or being around the area? And he was just looked at me like, bro, you know, you're the only black person <laughs> here. <laughs> like, that's how I knew that it was an angel from God because it, I, it was very clear, like, yo, like, so that's how I knew I was black because I'm the only one there, yeah, and that's how I knew that God was real. Yeah, number one, I've never heard of that. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, I could have died that day. Yeah. What? Yeah, Dude. that joint, it, it joint was kind of wild. Wow. Yeah. Wow. To this very day, like to this very day, I told my mom this story about my mom. First time she heard this story was about like maybe like four, five, like five years ago. Um, I never told it until this is my second Friday, like a second time telling this story. Yeah. That's crazy. That is crazy. That's how I know I'm black. <laughs> yeah. That wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. How do you mean God you. when you're like another, another hey. black person saved you apparently? So right, right. <laughs> that wasn't here. That wasn't here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? So to your recollection. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that's yeah. wild. Well, I'm happy that you're okay. Uh, yeah, that part. Okay. You hear? God is real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. I don't know if you can top that creep, but yeah, no, I definitely can't top that one. You know, there's a black hand, there's a you hung yourself technically. But yeah, you know, you know it's, it's crazy. The whole the shebang. Whole shebang. That's a lot of experience. Yeah, you grew a lot. I did. You grew a lot from that experience. Talk about black history. Honestly, that's the relentlessness right there. But uh, but me, 
I remember more so, I got reminded that I was black twice in one sitting. <laughs> okay. Tell me more. Tell me more. So, so I was on this mission trip to England, right? I mean, to London, all right? And, um, and so we went to this, uh, we went to this, like, big little mansion, but it was, like, more so of, like, a getaway type of situation where, like, a lot of families just go. There's, like, no TV, no nothing, no cell phones, no anything like mm -hmm. that, you know? Giving so, right? It's giving it's giving vibes. I was I was hands down in that mindset as well. But it wasn't actually what you thought. So um so it was nothing but you know um there was no black people there at all. It's just it's just me, mm -hmm. right? Just me. And um and then there was this there was this guy and a girl, right? This guy, like I would say like he was like a he was like a teenager just like me, because this was when I was in high school. And so um and so and so like we were just having a conversation with the group and whatnot and so apparently he, he was talking to this girl uh well they were talking you know and um and so like in the group you know they were like just like drawing pictures so i drew a picture of myself you know um and so i was like hey look at this oh yeah like got cool hair and everything and it was like oh yeah you know what i mean it's like oh my god you have such white teeth and i was like oh thank you thank you and then like the dude was like oh because you know because you're black <laughs> no because because like because like you're black that was one and yeah. then i looked at his girl and then she was giggling but she gave me that look and then that's when i was reminded <laughs> i'm black yeah oh wow oh wow oh wow i remember twice i was reminded twice were that you, i was black were you on demon time like your i was your girl i mean up? like as honestly once he said that i was just like <laughs> no mercy damn <laughs> no mercy this was in high school this was in high school this was in high school you know i felt like i was like you know outnumbered so you right. know like it's just a human defense mechanism you know, to I take the girl. Uh, it's the only thing I could do. Wow. You know, because like, because as a black man, you ain't gonna physically do nothing because that's what they want you to do. You know what I mean? Oh, this is so. Great. So like, I had to I had to go a different route where I didn't have to go to jail. He chose violence that day. I mean, I chose a, a different type of violence. Different okay. type of violence that won't, you know, make you go to jail. <laughs> yeah, this is great. I'm learning a lot on this. Uh, yeah, learning a lot. Me too. Me too. Um. So, where did y'all grow up? Uh, Jersey uh, and Philadelphia. Philadelphia. And okay, so Jersey, do y'all believe that there's like a central Jersey or like central Jersey is not a thing? All right, all right, all right. Listen, I'm going to tell you this right now. Okay, I'm going to tell you this right now. No. Uh, but, <gasps> but, but, but I have to, I have to admit, you know, that's just my personal perspective upon things. If you do Google it, there is a central New Jersey. You know, I can't deny the facts. Yeah. But uh, culturally, you know, culturally, but facts necessarily doesn't mean it's true. Okay. Right. Ooh, wait, so where do, where do y'all consider Princeton? Huh? Where do y'all consider Princeton? Like, where's that at? That's like, that's like, that's like North, right? It's the, so, yeah. Okay. So wait now. Yeah. I would say that's a little bit more than North side. So I think there's only two parts of Jersey. There's North Jersey. No, there's that, which is the real Jersey. And then there's everything else. And then the South. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and there's everything. Else. I hope none of the listeners are from Jersey because it is what it is. Like it is. geographically, that's it. Geographically, there is a south, there's a central, and there's a north. Yeah. However, I think we all know 
where the real Jersey is. And that's north of South Jersey. Yeah. And, and, and like, that's not a biased opinion to the, because we're from South. Yeah. You know, you know what, what I mean? mean? We know the real, but it's real. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So how was it growing up in Jersey and Philly? Did you like it? What were like the pros and cons? How did you feel? I feel like it was the best of both worlds. Mm. Um, Only simply because like uh, South Jersey was very quiet. You know what I mean? It was very, uh, it was very like, let's say it's Karenville, you know, um, uh, <laughs> and, um, and, and, you know, it's just like a whole different demographic, but then, you know, you have the city of Philadelphia, you know, and then that just, that's just a beast upon itself. You experience the brotherly love and the sisterly shove that yeah. you don't get in South Jersey. You know? I haven't heard sisterly shove. That's funny. Shove. It was definitely yeah. a culture shock. Uh, I didn't. I didn't. It was like an identity. I was. I had an identity crisis growing up in both areas because it's like when I would go to school, you know, I would have on like a uh and live and where we would live at. Like I'd had on a different attire, but then when I would go to Philly, it was like when I would wear the things that I would wear in Jersey, all my cousins and friends would be like, "Bro, what are you wearing? Where are those? Yeah, what are those?" <laughs> And then if I had like a do rag on in Jersey, the the kids looking at yo like what's that? And I'm just like all right, so who am I? What am I supposed to do? Right. You know? And eventually, you know, it uh, as I got older, I was like, man, I don't got time to be trying to kind <laughs> of cater to everybody. I'm just gonna feel rock out how I feel like I, I rock out. So. Exactly. Right. If you like ask anybody, like even if we're stepping in Philly or Jersey, no matter where we step, it's like. You're not from here. Yeah, buddy. that's it's still. I we're still not from there. We're still not. Like, from I don't. We don't like be from Philly. We don't like be from Jersey. You know, it's, it's we're, like we're just us. Yeah, you know what I mean, we just be us. We just be us. I like that. So, in that vein, is there anything that you would like to like tell your younger self? Like, do you have any advice for your younger self now? I'd say uh, to my younger self, um, don't worry about what other people are saying. I mean, that's just as simple as that. Like, I, I always, you know, wanted to, well, because I was, like, I, I, I love people so much. Like, it's like, yo, like, I want you to like me. <laughs> so it's just like, I would do things, like, just because it's in my nature, like, oh, I want you to like me. And so I don't care what other people, like, don't care what other people, just continue to be you. And because um, I, I feel like a lot of times as, a, as when I was when I was a kid, I wasn't myself because I was concerned about what other people would think. Um, and I thought that looking hindsight about it, it probably held me back from a lot of different opportunities or relationships. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. I have to, I have to say it's very similar for me as well. But, um, but like more so of don't let, don't let doubt take over, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. um, because, you know, like. There's so many people, especially including within myself, especially when I was younger. Um, there's there's so many people who settle just based off of doubt alone, and um, and like just just more so conquering that and being aware of that. Um, it just it just made me get inside certain rooms and and like and like more so have like a a different characteristic about myself that that I wouldn't never imagine, you know, like, especially me coming, coming from a depression background, um, especially at a young age, you know, um, the main thing of depression is like one, 
I was never picked on. I was never bullied. I was literally just bullying myself, doubting myself, you know, just based upon things around me and just seeing things. It's like, don't even let doubt take over. Don't let doubt conquer you, you know, just, just do it. If you have a fear of doing something that you want to do and it's not hurting anybody else and it's not hurting yourself, just do it. It's do totally it fine. Do it scared. Do it scared. But yeah. I need to listen to that advice myself. Um, but I feel like in that vein, um, I, I like the concept of, you know, if you want to do something, you you should try to do it even if you are scared. So I feel like as Black men, you don't usually see them as designers or stylists or models. I feel like that's still like something that we're still getting used to. So kind of like walk me through like when did you realize that you were interested in these areas and kind of how did that segue into the beginning of the journey? Uh, it's, it's a definitely, it's a two-part two uh, thing. Uh, I'll start with mine, then Kree will share his. Uh, I mean, uh, I've always enjoyed the idea of like fashion and like clothes. Um, I didn't necessarily have um the gift uh of that uh and my philly friends and uh relatives made it very clear that like yo what are you wearing when we would go out at night uh to like these little house parties or like to the skating rink they were the first ones to be like yo we gotta get keep a shirt you got you got a button up for them like you got a pair of jeans for them like what size shoes you wear like uh, they wasn't having it. They, they're like, we gotta look to get, we gotta look good as a unit. <laughs> <Okay>? <laughs> I mean, you can't be messing up the flow. You know no, I mean? exactly. So uh, I always enjoyed that that, that idea and uh, uh, that perspective of it. And then uh, when I got into like the college uh, area era in my life, um, a lot of people looked at me. Students looked at me as the more like fashionable guy uh, in the school. Uh, I had a lot of like my favorite brand brand back then was LRG uh, and um, I had all the LRG jackets, oh, jeans, oh. t-shirts, like wasn't the people, they, they were coming to my dorm asking if I wanted to sell any of them. <laughs> like that's how lit it was. Like that's how lit it was. Um, and then like, you know, just like uh, uh, after college um, and even like the middle of college, like I, I started getting into uh, a friend of mine invited me to like a Philly Fashion Week show, uh, and I'm sitting there like uh, I could, I didn't even I didn't even have a seat like I had to stand in the back type situation, and um, I'm looking at these people who are getting like these extra treatments for these fashion shows, and I'm like, yo, what are they doing that makes them so important? Like, why do they get to sit in the front? You know what I mean? Like, why do they get to sit in the front? So the next time I went. Uh, Cree, uh, was, um, uh, I told Cree, I was like, yo, I need an outfit for something. Cause I knew like he had a gift and an eye for that kind of stuff. So I was like, yo, I need an outfit, you know, uh, lace me up. So he got me an outfit, put it together every time, every season, every show that I went to, they were like interviewing me as if I was like a designer or, you know, uh, someone like super lit, you know. I mean, I was, but they ain't know like what the <laughs> heck was going on. Um, and uh, it was at that moment, like one of that moment, and I, and I was like, "Yo, like 
we could definitely make this a thing. You know, the way that people are complimenting um, us on like every time we went out, they're always complimenting us on something, where we got it, the second and third. Cree almost had like he almost stole somebody's wife from him because as a kid, as a this high seems school. Like a theme. It's, it's a theme. It feels it's like a theme. theme. I didn't Cree know the home record, period. I didn't know this was a theme until now. Until now. I, he has a pattern. Until now. Yeah, the pattern is he just super fly and it just the energy is like, yeah. I know. It, it, yeah. Um, so I called him up one day, it's, like it is what it is. It, it, it is, you know. <laughs> I, I called him up one day and uh because I was like, man, like, you know, people I started like thinking about like, how many people have been complimenting and like saying things, you know, uh uh about us. And I was like, yo, you want to, like, turn this into a thing to, like, help people one day? And now he was like, yeah, let's do it. So at that moment, it was like, all right, cool. We're stylists now. I mean, now. Like, we ain't touched it. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, we got the title. Now what do we do after that? And then right. that's how it started. Hey, yeah, no. Yeah, no. That's the no, no, Yeah, no. It's like, and like, and like, even though we have, like, more so different journeys, the same destination, you know? Um, and, like, it started with me when I was in middle school. You know, um, in middle school, that was like around the time where social media kind of popped off, like with like the Facebook and whatnot. And um, <clears throat> and then me unknowingly um, didn't know that more so I was exposed to the age where that's where most of the young teens and adolescents were skyrocketing when it came to uh, depression and anxiety uh, due to social media. And so... And so that's when I more so experienced my first episode of just depression, you know. Um, and then one day when I was having like one of my episodes, one of my brother's friends, the ones who constantly kept on telling him to, you know, get his swag up, you know what I mean? Um, he left a magazine uh, at my house and it had Michael Jackson on the cover. And uh, for those who don't know, I'm a big Michael Jackson fan. It's the first artist I ever like more so like was like in all about watch all the documentaries and videos <laughs> you know and so i had to look at it you know so i was flipping through the magazine and it was just a just like a different world of like men's clothing like just seeing the colors the combination it was just like all mesmerizing because the only the only knowledge i had when it came to clothes was like from rappers and uh back in the day rappers didn't necessarily know anything about the runway they just knew about the lifestyle you know all baggy stuff you know and uh, and so one day when I was having one of my episodes, I decided to go to the mall, you know, to go to the uh, the nearest cheapest store that I can probably emulate and kind of duplicate what I saw in the magazine. And before I even looked in the mirror, I felt this spark of confidence, you know, just like that putting on that blazer the first time. I was like, oh, this was a little different, you know. And then I stepped outside into the world with this with with this new attire, me as a middle schooler. Um, and then I more so just saw the reaction and then, um, and then as I, as I got like a little bit more well acquainted and like kind of like started dipping and dabbling and kind of like putting my own spin to it, like picture this, like me and my friends out in the mall, you know, um, mm -hmm. middle schoolers, mm -hmm. you know, I have a blazer on, mm -hmm. you know, they have probably some Abercrombie and Fitch stuff on, you know, and then there was this, there was this older, I would say middle-aged, uh, woman. Mm-hmm. Just looking at it. Listen, home record. No, one-on-one class. <laughs> one class is in session. All right. This is how. This is how. Notes. If you want to know how to do it, this is how you do it. Go ahead, bro. 
Take notes. <laughs> so, uh, and so, and so, like, my boys would tap me, like, yo, like, like, why is she looking so hard? And then, like, after a few minutes of her just staring at me, she grabs this gentleman and then, like, brings him over to me. It was like, I want you to dress more like him. Mm. And then I was like, uh, okay, I guess that's a that's a thing. Uh, but um, and then like as I got older into like I would say junior year, the compliments got a little bit more like uh, a little bit different. It's not like I want to dress like you. It's more so, yo, can you like go shopping for me or something? Like, can you help me pick out clothes? You know what I mean? And this is not just from friends. This is from like random people. You know what I mean? And then um, I just did it as a hobby. It's like, yeah, pay me $20. We're going to the mall right now. You know what I mean? Uh, and then um, as I got to college, you know, I started more so um, just focusing on school. I was studying business and I was dipping, dabbling in psychology. And then one day when I was just like doing my homework, uh, Keith hit me up. And, you know, this was the time, you know, like when I was dressing for events and stuff like that. And then he hit me up and was like, hey, yo, bro, um, we should take this seriously. And I'm just like, take take what seriously? And I was like, you know, like the, like, you know, like the styling thing, you know? And I was like, uh, yeah, sure. Why not? You know, I'm just in college and studying. Why not? You know, I got nothing better to do. You know what I mean? And so like we actually sat down and then, and then I'm more so like, more so like, just like kind of like more so like looked at the industry to see like what we were getting ourselves into. And then we recognized that, um, we recognized that it was a dark side within the industry. You know, we saw like the promotion, we saw other people just in the real world, uh, more so putting on clothes to cover up instead of putting on clothes to reveal who they actually are. You know, it's like, you know, like uh, a famous quote by uh, <clears throat> by the outside boys, uh, Drake, mm. you know, <laughs> uh, always quick to judge, but still go, who am I, you know? Mm. Um, and so, and so once more so we saw that, it kind of brought me back to my middle school days on when I first tried on clothes and then I saw that spark. And then that's when I was like, yo, that's it. That's it right there. That spark is literally like equivalent to the spark that you need when you pull over the side of the road and then your battery's charged out and you just need another person to give you that little charge just to continue your journey. And it's like, bro, that's it, bro. We should call it the journey. You know, we should call it the journey because it literally does take a journey for you to go on to find that self-love, that self-confidence. It's like, and that's like when I kind of fell in love with like runway models, only simply because they have one thing to do. And that is walk, but just walk confidently. It doesn't matter what gets thrown on them. Shoot, they might be in like little pieces of thread. They might have a freaking meat suit on. It doesn't matter. <laughs> they walk confidently. And they do it so well. And I'm just like, that's like the main accessory that everyone should have. You know, it shouldn't, it, you shouldn't have to go out to be like, oh my gosh, like, uh, I don't know what to wear. It's like, that's nice. We'll help you with that. But at the same exact time, in certain rooms, you can walk into a room and you can be a person in a tailor-made suit, but people can recognize the bum in a tailor-made suit, you mm -hmm. know? And um and like that's a language and so we more so study and saying like clothes are not just clothes to put on, clothes are a language that speaks to the individual, you know. And there's a lot of people who don't know who they are. So it's so we took upon ourselves to to basically map out and go on that mission to help people find that inner beauty within inside themselves. So it's not about 
more so how you look, it's how you make it look. And so that's when we kind of covered and discovered the journey. That's dope. <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah. I do like, I like the fact that y'all had to be asked that question multiple times to have like, the two-parter ready, but yeah. it sounds so good. Oh, thank you. So you, you know yeah. what? Also, you know what? Funny uh, story. I don't even know if you know the backstory of this. This is crazy. So uh, yeah. So, um, so how we came. So the journey that was cool, right? How we came up with it. Uh, we were also influenced by. Uh, uh, I said, "Dang, this is crazy." I've never <laughs> shared this story ever, 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 ever. Never shared this story ever. So. This is talking about we're getting real uh personal here. Okay. I love that. Yeah. So um uh another like uh uh, uh pool um in direction of how we came up with that name was so my one of my girlfriends that I was dating at the time, right? This is back, like back one of the I was dating at the time. Um, she, we were talking about like marriage and stuff like that. Like, oh, like we had kids. Like, what would we name? You know, them. Yeah, crazy. Look, this is <laughs> insane. Okay, you guys never. Keep, this is never heard, right? So <laughs> she says, she says, oh man, I would name like I think it would be cool to name our daughter Journey. So then. I never heard the story. Yeah. So then the when me and Kree are talking, I'm just like, yo, what if we called it such and such, called it the journey, but spelled it like the way that, I mean, she wanted to spell it like, yo, because we can't, they have the journey store, you know what I'm saying? The mall. With right. The so I'm like, nah, we can't, I mean, do it like that. But I'm just like, yo, this sounds like mad cool if we did it anyway. So like, that was a big time influence to this very day. She goes, I want my royalties. Uh, I was about to say, homegirl. Every time we talk, we don't even talk like often, but every time we talk, she's like, I just got one thing to say before we get out this phone. I want my royalties. I'm like, bro, I got you. Chill. That means she's not getting it. That means she's not getting it. Oh, she's going to get it. Yeah, listen, when we we touch a couple M's, she's going to get it. She's going to get something for sure. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. That's what's up. Marriage. Actually, let me not be nosy. Let me not be nosy. That'll be that'll be an offline conversation. Hey, you know, let's talk about it. Well, no, no, I do like I do still like the two parter, but but that's that's still cute. That's so cute. Forget about journeys in the in the. That's like what like a sneaker store. Yeah, uh, like a skater like type vibe. Like yeah, okay. No, that's very cool. So now y'all have the journey, right? You're like, mm-hmm. we're going to take it seriously. So now you are, what, eight years into the journey? Because you guys started in 2015? That's quick math. Please. Uh, yeah, just about. Yeah. Just about eight years. So yeah. what have been some of like the, I'll say like challenges and hardships that you guys had to initially overcome in order to kind of get it to where it is now? Some of it, um, it was definitely a lot of like trial and error kind of a thing um it's like yo which direction do we want to go into do we want to do you know the red carpet stuff do we want to do the celebrity route do we want to do like the um i guess it's a whole bunch of different magazine stuff you know then it's like do you want to do movie stuff you know cause nine for that and it's just like 
a lot. Yeah, it's like which <laughs> which way do you want to do you want to play? You know, and and sometimes it's like in the beginning, it's like, oh well, which one's paying? You know, so <laughs> which one makes sense? Yeah, which one makes sense? Like both, like both kind of sense, right? Um, uh, and then it's like, you know, just, I mean, just like, uh, growing together, like in relationship and partnership, like working with your brother, like, uh, what's the, uh, what's the, the best way that he likes to work and what styles do I like to work? You know what I'm saying? And, you know, what approach do we take differently, you know, and all that cool stuff. So it's a, it's, it's a plethora of different, you know, hardships. Uh, it's like, what drama do you want to get into, you know, with different clients and with people, you know, it's like. It's true. Yeah, it's like what's worth your sanity, you know, what's what's not worth your sanity, you know. So Yeah, no, it's like throughout this <clears throat> all puns intended, throughout this whole journey. Um, <clears throat> um it's literally it's literally been a building and learning experience. Like every single I feel like the learning in this in this industry, especially just with each other, it's always it's always an educational opportunity. You know, and um <clears throat> And like even like when it comes to like what like what you were just saying like when it comes to different avenues and stuff like that, you know like one of the main thing is like to like that we always are going to bump into because we're humans and we're dealing with other humans as well, and that is just literally, literally sitting down and doing with what like a lot of people in this world don't really do these days, and that's sitting down and understanding individuals, even if it's like each other, you know, and actually listening. And understanding instead of just hearing out and just like okay I'm just gonna you know you know what I mean and so like that's that's forever gonna be like I would say a speed bump you know within the within the journey and um but like that's hands down just one of the obstacles that we can't like necessarily not face <laughs> you know what I mean so that's so that's always going to be a thing and probably like one of the other difficult things is um that we're like still mapping out it's like one you know, everybody, you know, like, keeps on telling us, it's like, oh my God, it's like, why don't you guys move to New York, you know, why don't you guys move to LA, you know what I mean, and then it's like, what if, like, that usually stumped us for a minute, and then, like, I recently had, um, like, I, like, counsel, like, the, like, young teens and adults, and then, um, and then one thing that I said to, um, to one of my mentees, uh, which has actually helped me out, because it just, like, came out, is was like one um you don't need to decide one thing especially when it comes to you being a human being like as long as there's air in your lungs like you are capable of learning obtaining and developing if you choose to do mm -hmm. so you know and um and yes it's going to be hard and most people get get like kind of like hindered by the by the uh, by the by the hardship of it but at the same exact time, like pressure makes diamonds and pearls, you know, and um, and if you want to be that diamond and pearl, you know, just suck it up and and like build it. You yeah, know? straight like that. You know, and um, and like is and like me, like us being like athletes, like a history of being like athletes. Um, you know, we were always taught that when it came to working out, there's a difference of working out and exercising. You know, like an exercise is when you go to the gym. You know, that's when you, like, do, like, a few reps and be like, oh, okay, oh, I'm good, you know? But, like, working out, it's when you keep on doing that until you get to the... It's, it's the work. The work part. Until you get to that that's, point. That's the out. That's you know? the out. 
that's when the workout begins, when you yeah. get right here. It's yeah. like, that's not when you stop. You know, yeah. this is when you get right there because when you get right there, you're actually building muscle. Yeah. You know, you're actually building muscle. And like, kind of like when it gets to that weight in life, you know, um, no matter how hard it is, no matter how much that weight is, you keep on picking up that weight and get to that point to where it gets easier. And then you go up to the next one. And that's like basically symbolism of like, you go up to the next stage of your life. You, okay, you've done this. You're comfortable, right? No, get uncomfortable again you know, get back to the next one, you know, and, um, and like, just like having that pure mindset of that aspect, you know, like that's always going to be a difficult, a difficult way to go, but it's actually the best way to go. Yeah. I, it's funny, like you said, cause like, uh, I think that, you know, it's, it's, if it, when you, when you talk about like, a, you don't necessarily have to do like one specific thing per se, you know, I think, I mean, there, there are definitely people who bro, all you need to do is one thing, you know, it's this, just as rock out with that. But then there are people who you see who actually do multiple things because they actually are more than, you know, that one thing. But I think what separates and what really, really helps that, uh, that process and execution and being great at all those things is the discipline period, period. you know, it's a discipline period because, uh, I can have, we can have a lot of dreams, a lot of aspirations, but if the discipline's not there, and the structure, you, you'll just literally, it'll just be a dream. You know, it'll just be a dream. It won't come into reality. Uh, and, uh, you know, that that's what separates the, the I guess, the, the goods from the greats. But what I love about even the people that just do the one thing, they're great at it because they that's all they rock out with. And it's cool because maybe that's all they want to do. You know what I'm saying? And I wish that I could also be like that, you know, but I have like a lot. I feel like life would be a lot easier if I could just pick one, Me you know, too. you know, but um, I think it's it's surprising. And I think that people, you know, we don't give we don't give ourselves uh, uh, enough credit. You know, I think that a lot of people, they're doing a, 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 a lot better job than they think that they are. You know, and because, you know, they look at it from another person's perspective or another person's pedestal and it's like, oh, I'm nowhere near that. But it's like, bro, look at where you came from. Look at the work you have done. Like, li like little do you know, you're probably done a lot more work than 75% of the people that are trying to do what you're doing. You know, you know listen, I mean? God is crazy um, because I literally was having I was. I worked today and I literally got like so overwhelmed because there's so many things that I want to do. Like, I feel like when you said like some people, you know, just have like the one thing that they're good at and like, that's what they kind of like they niche down on, like they hone in on. Um, I feel like my entire life, like I've always wanted to be one of those people that just like had one interest and just got super good at it. And like, that was it. But I've never been interested in just one thing. I've actually been interested in too many things, at least in my personal opinion. So I get overwhelmed because I'm thinking about all this stuff. And about, like, I want to do this. I want to do this. I could do like this digital product, make this service. I could do all these things. I call my dad and he's like, all right, well, like at least imagine like if you didn't have like all these things that you're good at and you only had one thing, like imagine if like that one thing didn't work out. I was like, yeah, I'm stressed right now, but I'm stressed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm worried yeah. about right now. Not that. And he basically yeah. the same sentiment that like, People that usually have like a lot of interests or like multi hyphenates, whatever you want to call it, like they always will be like super, like almost like down on themselves about like, ah, like, well, I'm like good at all these things, but I'm not like super great at all these things. Um, 
she said, I do think I also read something recently. No, I watched something recently. I think it was actually an Oprah interview, which is very weird. I think it was on Facebook. Not totally sure. But something that Oprah said was that something that differentiates the good and the greats or like the, the successful and the non-successful is A, successful people know where they're going. So they have a vision of like, I want to get there. And they actually, you know, are taking steps towards that. And then also that discipline is way more important than motivation because your motivation is going to eventually run out on one day. Yeah. Um, so I say God's kind of crazy because like I've been having all these conversations and like reading all this like stuff and like watching all this content uh, because I personally have been like kind of going through this like mental battle and for y'all to be like reaffirming it in front of me like this and not knowing because to the listeners, I have not been talking to this. Um, this is kind of crazy to experience. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh-huh. Real. That's a that's and that's a real that's a I mean that's a real wrestle and 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 battle that we go through, you know. Uh, that's like I mean, well, listen, you're talking about the king of talking yourself out of doing something, okay? Like you, if I let it sit and marinate a little bit too long, it's like nah, bro, I overthinking and it's it's not it's the it. Marinate part, yeah, you gotta let that thing. You marinate. let it marinate, it's not gonna give what it's supposed to give. No, that's um, yeah, you know, and I mean, to everything that you said, it's like the, the 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 direction aspect that when you have a map or have like at least like a blueprint of it, it, it literally it'll help you. It'll help us decipher what the opportunity is and what the distraction is. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and I think that, you know, when it comes to this, we're, we're having as creative people, we're having a hard time differentiating between the distraction and the opportunity. You know, because they both feel the same. You know, they both give you that same feeling, you know, and uh, but when you have that, you know, where I'm going, it doesn't align with like these five core values of mine or, you know, it doesn't, and, and we can't do it. It's it's now a, a, a distraction. <laughs> yeah, because you turn it into a mood. <laughs> yeah, there you, you go. Know, it's like it's, I, I, I always thought that uh, especially from a psychological point, um, if you think about something or something that bothers you for more than a minute, then that feeling turns into a mood and that mood turns into messing up your whole day. Or life. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, wow. Yeah, no, I, I've turned a lot of things into a mood, you know? I've turned a lot of you things. You and me both. You and know? Both. It's, like, it's like this person said something. It's like, you just said something for five minutes of the day. Yeah. And now I'm gonna take that That's crazy <laughs> and 24, 24 hours, <laughs> sometimes 48. Yeah, I was gonna say sometimes years. longer than that. No, I mean, years. Years. they're not even thinking about it no more. I'm like, yo, you know what I should have said? You know what yes. I said when they said that? Like, but back in time, you know, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. no, that's true though. Um, so now that y'all are in it almost eight years, I guess, what is the vision? Do you know where you want to go? Like now, like you're you're well known within Philly, well known throughout honestly the United States. I'm sure internationally almost. Like, what do, what do you want to do? Where do you want to take the journey? What's like the next like give me like a three, five, ten year plan, if you will. You know what's interesting about what you just said, and I think that this is something that um, a lot of people who are building things uh wrestle with this or don't realize that there's another side of like designing something or creating something and so this is what i mean so 
uh, there's one thing. It's like, oh man, like, but like you have this idea of uh, what you what you want to build, what it's going to do, who it's going to help, you know, all that type of time. But then also, there's a naturally one part of the design process. If you if you're in it and spend time with it long enough, what you're designing will actually start to design you back. So, like for example, our phones, right? Our phones, right? Like, 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 like we're, we, like we use it for God knows what and God for everything. What happened is this is how it's designing us back. It's teaching us to grab our phones every five seconds. It's teaching us to check our, you know, go to Instagram every 15 minutes. You know, it's, it's designing you, programming you. You don't even realize that's what it's doing. You know what I'm saying? And so when we are creating what we're creating for, Exactly, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> or you know, everything with the podcast. Like, like once we have a blueprint of what we want that thing to look like, like it'll then start. It should positively start to design you on how you treat what you're designing. You know what I'm saying? And how you use what you're designing. So when it comes to uh, uh, the journey as an overall umbrella brand of things, like, a, I mean, one of the major staples that we are, are one of our core foundations are, is to, to, to help people, you know, see the inner beauty within themselves. You know what I'm saying? And have less stress, less depression, less all that kind of stuff. And uh, how do we do that? Okay, well, keep, like, how, how, how does the journey design you to help you do that? And it's like, oh shoot, well, I I know what makes me look good, feel good, you know, on the outside and also on the inside. And I know that if I had a service that could go get my stuff out the cleaners or, you know, pick up these shoes from Neiman's while I'm working and getting the bag, I would pay for that so I don't gotta leave and I've got to think about if I'm gonna have my outfit or my shoes in time before I get on the plane. Right. You know what I'm saying? So now you start to think more efficiently about making decisions. You start to think about efficiently about where you spend your time. You start to think more efficiently about who you allow in your space. You start thinking more efficiently about what your circle looks like. And now, because, because what you're designing, there's certain people, certain things that don't belong in that space anymore. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, it, it, so it starts to design you back. You start to act different. You start to evolve in what things that you're doing. So it's a part, that aspect of it, it's part of the process. But overall, you know, we want to help people, as many people as possible, from kids and their uh, what they think about the world, their perspective about the world, their perspective about themselves and other countries and all that cool stuff. So clothes, you know, is going to help that. No, I like that. So what you said, what you design ends up hopefully, hopefully mm -hmm. positively designing you back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Interesting. The phone example hit. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah, that's, yeah. I checked my phone like probably five times right now. Listen, there's so many things that are designing us like that we didn't ask for their help. Right. We didn't even give them permission. You know what I'm saying? Now, just imagine if you purposely gave something permission to design you back. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, like, in speaking from a psychological standpoint, we are what we choose to be around and what we choose to 
put our mind towards throughout our day. You know, like we're like these things, these people, you know, these mindsets, you know, they're making us like if we were in a world and no one was there, what kind of person would you be? You definitely wouldn't be the person that you is because anything that you're subjected to, that you're looking at, that you're surrounded by, that you're spending your time with, time doing, like you're going to become that yeah. individual. You know, you are what you feed yourself. Bars. Mm. Mm. That's like when people say, uh, like, you are your five closest friends. Yeah. You know? Looking at your friends, like, yeah, I don't know. Savage. I don't know if I'm like, yeah. yeah. But you got some characteristics. Not you got some characteristics. So at the end of our episodes, you do something called a lightning round. I will ask you five questions of this or that, but since there are two of you, I guess I'll ask the question and then count down three, two, one, and then both of you will answer. How's that sound? Okay. At the same time? Or, or yeah, at the same time. Okay. See. And if not, if because I, I feel like one of y'all is going to answer differently, but it'll be interesting. See. Yeah. I went on both of your pages to see, like, I, like, would this be a hard question for them to answer? Mm, let's find out. Ooh. <laughs> All right, ready. So the first, the first one is bright colors or neutrals. Three, two, one. Neutrals. <laughs> this is very weird because he's wearing bright colors. I wearing bright think colors. he's wearing bright colors right now. Yeah, yeah. bright colors. And he right said neutrals. You know what I mean? Mm. But hey, neutrals are like one of those things you can just go in the closet, pick blindly, and then it just works. It's the it's the it's the it's the convenience for me. Okay. Mm. Right, next question: Styling or modeling? Three, two, one. Styling. We're capping, right? He's right. capping, right? Talking about right. Him. He's yo, listen, capping, yo, right? Listen. All right, pick the game. Let me. Can I explain? He's capping. Can I explain myself in a psychological way? Wow. You can, yeah, please, please enlighten us. Because number one, um, you can say modeling, but at the same exact time. You have to have a look, right? You have to have We're a look. Not doing Pete the this. game. We Pete are game. not about to do this. Pete the game. Pete, we are not hear, about hear me when I say this. Okay. Hear me when I say this, right? Okay. You have to have a look, right? You barely have a shirt on in every photo. What look, yeah, bro? Okay, that's that's what look? That's false. Bro. That's false. Okay, that is false. Okay, number one, it started with style. Okay, and then that helped me focus and practice and develop my look. Wow. To choose not to wear a shirt. I choose exactly. not to wear a shirt for your look. For my look, which yeah. is a style. <laughs> <laughs> which circles back to. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. okay. Third question. Planning events or attending events? Three, two, one. Planning. Somebody capping, right? Yo, listen. Yeah. What do y'all? All, right. All right, listen. All right, listen. I love attending events, but at the same exact time, you know, um, this is my narcissism coming out. Okay, right. it's my narcissism. This is a percentage of narcissism here. I'm not complete narcissist, but it's a percentage of it. <laughs> it's a percentage of it. If I'm going to fire an event, I want the luxury of saying, "Oh yeah, this is my job." Right. It's my job. Okay. You feel me? Just like just going nice, right? I yeah. know. I know. Not <laughs> I know. I will say to the listeners, if you are based in Philly, Keith and Creed do throw parties and they are fantastic. I feel, so I've gone to what, two, two now? So the pool yeah. party 
And then the one that was on a Wednesday, a random Wednesday night. Yeah, Hip and Jam exhibit. Nah, it was cool. So if you're in the Philly area, definitely follow both of them. I'll put it in the show notes. You'll hear more about that later. Um, definitely pop out to an event. All right, fourth question. Mm-hmm. Center stage or behind the scenes? Three, two, one. Center stage. Nah, that's a... Nah. <laughs> Hold on, time out. Hold on, time out. You need to explain yourself. <laughs> I was so, I wasn't I was expecting that to at least be a divider, but okay. So here's here's the vibe. All right. So I do enjoy behind the scenes. However, I find myself on center stage sometimes. So it's like a conflict. Like I I think when I answered it, it's because that's the reality of what's been going on lately. So, um, but I do, however, it's a very like, uh, very um, a humble experience when I do happen to have a platform and stage to be on. Uh, one of my, uh, I think my, uh, my, my dad and one of like uh, his like close friends made a reference when it comes to me. It's like uh, uh, people who are, and I'm like, I may be butchering this saying, but it's like the the concept was, the context was like people who are supposed to be in center stage never search for it. It just finds them. And so like when I think about like my life, like it's like I don't need to be on center stage. I don't need it. However, I do happen to by default be on it. And you're saying this as a Leo man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. How about that? Suspicious. Right? Can I? Uh, Suspicious. Now I'm not your typical Leo. I won't right. say that. I'm not the typical true. Leo. Like people, like Leos are known to be, for the most part, very like, like center of attention all the time. Very outspoken. Like, like me. Like it's all you know. Uh, I, yeah, I, I gotta be the, the 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 biggest one in the room. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. Me, however, I'm a little bit more reserved. When people ask me my signs, they'd be like, oh, for real? And I'd just be like, yeah, because I'm not that. Honestly, I get that too, based upon my sign. People be like, for real? You don't seem like, I'm like. <laughs> wait, wait, no, wait. The, the pool party was in September, but I don't remember yeah. if it was the end of September. No, it was the beginning. It was like in the beginning. It was so over, you're a Virgo? Yeah. Yeah, see, I would have I would have pinned you as a Libra. It's the flirtiness for me. Oh, what's the flirtiness? Yeah, Libras are very they're very much flirts. Flirty? I ain't know. I ain't know. Yeah. I, I, like, honestly, when it comes to the flirtiness, <clears throat> like it's just a natural drunk, mm-hmm. and like I can't help it. I, can't I help wish it. the I listeners could see Keith and I looking at you right now. <laughs> right. I can't, it's like his, it's like one, it's like I recently discovered like more so about like when it comes to like the flirting and the aspect of it all, I recently discovered certain characteristics about myself that I didn't know I had. I just naturally had it because someone mm. pointed it out multiple times. That was like probably like two years ago. Pattern, if you will. I was like two years ago. Mm. I was two years ago. Like literally last year was the first time I've ever approached a female. Yeah, I saw that in real time. I saw it in real time. Dead serious. Dead serious. Yeah. What? Yeah, I saw, yeah, I saw it in real time. You would think, 
You would think, because you know why? You know why? Gravitates to me. I'll ask for it, okay? It just gravitates to me. Just gravitates to me. Listen, if you, it, look, let me, let me tell you something. Let me share something with you. Like, it's in, it's it's crazy what what you what when people start asking you questions and they uh they have this idea about you and it's totally like warped and opposite of who you are just based right. on like what you think you know like the fact that everybody's like oh Creed I, I can't say everybody just like just the fact that you didn't never thought that that was Creed's reality like, right you know what I'm saying like the same thing like on my end I it's I, I mean, I love talking to people. However, sometimes people just assume that I just be having, you know, that's just my thing. And it's like, right. cause they don't see me out with people. You know, I'm usually with my brother or like two of my homies. So that by default, they assume that I'm just like, but it's, yeah, it's crazy. It's true. It's so true. Mm. <laughs> but I let I them think. I have to figure that out for myself, but I, I believe you. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, yeah. I let them think and let them talk. You know, it's cool. I mean, hey, listen, only time will tell. You know, only time will tell mm -hmm. the truth. All right, last question. Ready? Yeah. <clears throat> working on the road or working in Philly? Three, two, one. Repeat it one more time. I forgot the forgot the first the first the first. Okay. Working on the road or working in Philly? Three, two, one. On the road. Really. Yeah. Oh, I, oh, what? I love being on the road. Yo. I know. Literally, Keith, I saw Keith at, where did I see you most recently? Was that Frame? Somewhere. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I walk in, I see Keith, and I'm like, ah, oh, like, what's going on? He's like, oh, I just got, I just got off a plane. Like, and you're at a bar, and you're. Yeah. Lay down somewhere. Why are you, yeah. are you in here? He's like, no, 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 I'm oh. Do I'm going to and I'm like, but why are you out if you just got off a plane? Because <laughs> I mean, you, you got you know you, you got you have stuff on the schedule. Like next to thanks to Camille, like I I I now have a Google Calendar, you know, and you know mm -hmm. uh, I'm like putting things. I'm just like, oh okay, I can you know be in the uh, be in the mix. Um, but yeah, and wait a minute, you be on the same type time. But I already um anyway, ah. that is the episode. <laughs> everyone uh, yeah <laughs> to the listeners oh okay no yeah. i do i do be on that time i do i'm trying to get better i need to sit down yeah. because the thing is like my uh apartment building is trying to raise rent and like i'm irritated because i'm not even in here enough for y'all to raise rent but okay. i still occupy the apartment for y'all yeah. to raise rent you know what i'm saying um mm -hmm. like be a home a little you know just sit down yeah. um it's nice in here like it's not like it's not nice i just like the outside, you know? So I'm kind of mad that y'all answered the same for all the questions, but <laughs> crazy, right? Like, maybe, honestly, but maybe it's what y'all be around, right? That's what Keith said. What you be around? So y'all have been around each other, and y'all are designing each other, relatively getting closer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I mean, I have to say, took a spearhead of definitely traveling and being outside more because right. that's facts. That's I facts. love being outside. I mean, we know. And I'm we know we know i like being outside too i didn't say i didn't like being outside i just said that i know that you like to be outside that's fine that's okay no shade at all um 
But no, I really, really appreciate y'all taking time because I know that you're both very busy uh, always being on the road. Um, and I don't know, I, I feel like, so if you both didn't know, you probably don't. I might have mentioned this before, but words of affirmation are like, it is my love language. So I feel like whenever I have the chance to actually sit down and talk to people, um, I like to give them their flowers. And I really do admire your work ethic. Um, I think every time that I've been able to be around the both of you and be around you and your people, like seeing how people like light up when you're around and like seeing how like you're able to curate these like very beautiful spaces, like with beautiful people is just very, very cool. I think like it's a testament to the fact that I was able to go to an event by myself and be able to walk away with like people that I still talk to today. Um, and like, I was like, honestly, a little bit nervous. I mean, granted, I am more outgoing person, but like, I don't know, I think that's more a testament to y'all because you care about the people that you keep around you. Um, and again, you're able to create those spaces for other people. So I wanted to say that real quick, just because, um, I don't know, I feel like people don't pour into each other enough. Um, and if I had a chance to, I would like, um, so yeah, for the listeners, this is a long one, but I appreciate y'all, you know, listening to us. We have a few more episodes in this season. Um, Keith and Cree, where can we find you on socials? You can find us on uh, Instagram. One is the, uh, the journey. That's basically it. It's like the and then journey. J-O-U-R-N-I. Cree Williams. Instagram as well. I will put everyone's socials, including the journey socials, in the show notes for everyone to be able to find easily. Again, to the listeners, definitely pop out in Philly if they do have an event. You know that I will be there. And until next time. Thank you. Bye.